welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you've chosen to join me today for episode 159, Out Creating Gossip. Uh, gossip is super pervasive and almost everywhere you look, unfortunately. <laughs> we've all kind of been on numerous sides with the gossip train. Either we've been the one sharing the story and whispering behind people's backs, or we've been the one whispered about to other people. Uh, we may also have been on like the flip side of both of that, where you hear the whispers, you're in a conversation with people, and they start gossiping. And if you're anything like me and hate gossip, Gossip, you get a little bit, uh, a little hot under the collar. You get your feathers ruffled a little bit. And goodness, trying to figure out how to change the conversation at that point. <laughs> very, very tricky sometimes. You know, I was um, actually at a meal oh, years ago, uh, probably about 10, 10, 12 years ago by now, out with a bunch of coworkers. And we were sitting around the table. We were having a really fun conversation about something else. And all of a sudden, someone brought up the um, the conversation of something that was going on with another coworker who just happened to not be present. And it was funny. There was just conversation after conversation and judgment about it and all this stuff. And I was getting so worked up, so worked up because I'm like, she's not here to defend herself. Part of that isn't even true. Uh, it's none of your business. All of this stuff came up. And more than anything, I'm like, I'm at Sunday brunch. I would like to have a light generation conversation and this is anything but um, at that time not really knowing how to turn the conversation uh, I remember sitting there and kind of like squeezing my friend's hand who kind of has the same reaction to I as gossip kind of kicking her under the table of like what what am I supposed to do here and eventually the only thing I could think of was to get up and leave so I actually went to the bathroom and hid in the bathroom for about five minutes um, until I knew the conversation had probably turned and then reintroduced myself to the table uh, that's kind of like my history with gossip I'm one who really um not only doesn't like it, but I would say that I'm very reactive to it, which of course, anytime you're in reaction, takes you out of action. So it's not really a power a power position to be in. It's really a disempowered position to be in because you're at the effect of what other people are doing. Uh, same thing if you are reacting to people who are gossiping about you, you are out of the power position because you're in reaction to people spreading lies and moving their tongues. And I get it's hurtful. People have done it to me, um, especially when it's true and it hits a button or when it's untrue and you just want to be able to say that's not true at all, but you can't. Um, and then there's the weird phenomenon where we find ourselves being the one who are sharing stories wanting to either be in the know and sharing a story, being in a conversation and wanting to fill, uh, fill the void or build a connection with someone you don't know well. So what do you do? You start talking about people you know in common. You know, like being at the, at kind of the absence of having a good topic. So that seems like a filler. I have a lot of friends who were into gossip for a long time and I could see it's like they were just bored of themselves and they didn't really have anything to bring to the table. So what better than to bring up a gossip of somebody else? 
There are a lot of different reasons people gossip, whether to knock people down a peg, to feel better about themselves, to feel important like they know something that no one else does. Um, And then there's the interesting one and the one I would say definitely keep your eyes out for either having it done to you or participating in doing it to others where the target is to poison the well. And if you think about a well where the water is drunk by everybody, you know, wants to be clear, wants to be purified to be able to do so. What poisoning the well is, is someone just taking one drop, one drop is all it takes, just insidiously putting it into that well. And before you know it, that whole water supply is tainted. So when you're talking to somebody and someone starts gossiping about someone else, not knowing them well, not knowing fact versus fiction, even just having someone else's kind of hot point of view put in your face, how often does the well get poisoned against that person? And I've noticed this with myself, and it's fascinating to look at where this well was poisoned and before you know it you may not pull away from that person but you got your eyes on them you know what i mean you've got that story at play in the back of your space somewhere and before you know it there's a divide there's a separator that wasn't there before there is a definition of a person where before that wasn't there you know what would the world be like if gossip actually wasn't a prevalent conversation topic and the need to really carry stories stories and definitions about people forward from here on into eternity wasn't needed one of my favorite favorite energies when i meet someone that i haven't seen in a while or quite frankly even my friends that i see like once a week um being able to kind of meet them with fresh eyes like a stranger like hey who are you today Being able to come in with fresh eyes without having a story that you've heard or made up or even stories that were true in the past but not carrying them forward is such a kindness because it allows people the space to change. And it's not that you're expecting them to change because sometimes I won't see someone for two years and I have fresh eyes of like, wow, who are you now? And I go to just chit chat with them and catch up and see what's shifted and changed and nothing has. I was like, oh, okay. Um, But without a judgment, it's like it's their choice. And it's not it's not my expectation or my projection that they should have changed. It's just leaving them enough space to show up differently if they choose so. Look at all of the relationships that you have in your life. Are you actually given that space? Or do people have stories of you that they've heard through the gossip mill firsthand and just have decided to carry forward? Or have they been telling stories about you so much that it's locked you in a certain role or definition for them? And how much of your life have you been fighting against these gossipy stories that have been told When really none of it was true, or even if it was true for five minutes, you've changed it long ago. Being able to just to kind of sit in the space of, wow, when people tell stories about me, it's hurtful. It gets me defensive because I want to like defend myself and I can't. And it's also that poisoning of the well where sometimes you just notice that people hold themselves back a little bit where that wasn't there before. It's also kind of fascinating, too, to look at what we just talked about, where all of a sudden there isn't space for you to continue to evolve and grow and change. And what is the whole point of lightening up your living? Well, it's because you get to evolve and grow and change and go on to bigger and better and self-actualize more. 
But when you have those stories at play and other people are holding them and you're fighting them, which holds them, guess what? It gets really hard to do. And now look at every time that you've told a story about someone or you've held a story on in your own space about someone. You're doing them a disservice. You're doing them the same unkindness because you're not allowing them the space to grow and to change. How many stories have you bought that were never true? How many stories have you bought that were true for five seconds, but the person changed it and you're still holding it against them? It's a very interesting kind of fine tightrope line to walk where you don't want to turn a blind eye to people. It's not about having blind faith and kind of going like, yes, they were mean to me once, but oh, I'm sure they're wonderful. So don't even look at it. It's not that. It's maybe having that awareness in your space, but not solidifying it, not holding on to it, not retelling it, not having it be the constant thing, allowing that space to be there so that your dynamic can maybe change. It can grow. And sometimes that changing dynamic is a deepening and more of a beautiful communion and connection with them. Fresh eyes, fresh people moving forward. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's, wow, okay, cool. That space that I gave them actually allowed them to fall out of my life. But that in of itself created so much for me and so much for them that I'm going to keep moving forward. Gossip is insidious. It's part of our culture, unfortunately. Um, It's done, again, for a whole bunch and a whole host of different reasons and rationalizations and justifications. Uh, Just keep your eye on it. Notice where you're doing it. And if you make the choice not to, what could that shift and change? And if not for other people, just for yourself. If people are doing it about you, guess what? It says a hell of a lot more about where they're functioning from than you. If they have nothing better to talk about than you, you must be doing pretty good. If they're saying things that are hitting buttons for you, well, perhaps maybe look at those things and go, okay, I'm reacting here. I've got a button that's getting pushed. I wonder, why would I have a button? And start to peel it apart for yourself. Maybe that thing's a sore spot for you. That if you looked at it, did some processing on it, got some coaching, some help, whatever, could go away and all of a sudden that button wasn't there to be pushed in the first place. Also start to notice where people are insidiously trying to poison the well against you and other people trying to build a barrier, trying to get you on their side, trying to control you and your actions based on the stuff they're feeding you. That's a power play. Again, you don't have to gossip and judge and hold it, but be aware of it and be willing to go, you know what? That's actually not true. I've never noticed that. Or like, wow, I wonder what else is possible with that person. And again, Maybe deeper than that, being in the midst of a conversation or in a group of people where gossip is taking place, how do you change the conversation? How do you change the conversation without making people wrong or getting defensive or fighting or without buying it as real or having to do what I did and, you know, get up and (laughs) hide in the bathroom until, you know, the conversation has passed? How do you actually take the empowerment back in that scenario? You know, being able, and it may shift and change depending on who you're around, but being able to kind of go, you know, that that actually isn't true, or hey, I'd actually like to talk about something different, or changing topics completely. 
You know, where have you bought that just because someone is telling a story that you have to sit there and listen to it without speaking up or without taking the reins and actually changing the conversation in a more generative, kind direction? It is a learning edge. It's something that I continually play with when I start to see this dynamic because it's everywhere. There's no right or wrong, but if we all started to explore where we were gossiping about others, where we were holding stories, where we were reacting to people telling stories about us, and also where we were allowing ourselves to be controlled by having the well be poisoned against other people, what would be different? And if we were finally willing to actually have the conversations that were more fun and light and generative, what would be different? This is just an invitation, an eye-popping kind of episode to start to see where you may be getting your buttons pushed or buying into it or engaging in it or, you know, kind of reacting to it in some way. Start to play with this content and see if you can start to break it down for yourself. If the story wasn't real, if it didn't have to be held, if it didn't have to be defended, if it didn't have to be fought against, if it was just a story, big freaking deal. If it was a learning lesson for you to get more aware of how other people are functioning or how maybe you're functioning that is rubbing wrong on other people that maybe you could look at or where your buttons are getting pushed that maybe you could undo that, awesome. And empowering yourself to be the one who leads the conversation in a way that is generative, fun, and lightens up your living. What better gift to actually be? You can always find me at lauren at laurenpolly.com for feedback on this episode and what you notice is changing and shifting for you or on requests for future topics. Have an amazing, amazing week. And as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.